What do you think the rule should be about the length of the trial and whether or not to allow witnesses to be called? Well, first of all, I think the trial is stupid. Uh, I think it's counterproductive. We already have a flaming fire in this country, and it's like taking a bunch of gasoline and pouring it on top of the fire. Uh, uh, second, um, and I look back at the time, for example, Richard Nixon, who had clearly committed crimes and wrongdoing. And uh, in hindsight, I think we would all agree that President Ford's pardon was important for the country to be able to move forward. And history held Richard Nixon quite accountable for, for what he did as a result. We cannot just look the other way. You know, in impeachment, some of these Republicans say, let's move on. It's divisive. Bull. Number one, it's required by law. Number two, if we convict, we can then, with 51 votes, prevent him from running from office. But the third point I want to make, you want to unify America, you need truth and accountability. That's how to unify America. And it goes to what you've asked. I don't think you can just say never mind with some of the egregious things that Trump has done. How Trump was, you know, his act on the 6th was the most despicable thing any president has ever done. And he is the worst president ever. And you cannot just, let's move on. You've got to look back. Wow, two senators there. And that's what I want to talk about. I, that's exactly what I want to talk about. And let me remind um, Marco Rubio. When Ford, see, Marco Rubio was not uh, intellectually or historically honest. Gerald Ford's pardoning of Richard Nixon cost him the presidency cost him the presidency. See, Marco Rubio didn't tell the you you all that. It cost him the presidency. And the country was glad that Richard Nixon resigned because the country knew had he not resigned, he was going to be impeached and convicted. Now, understand what happened. Nixon did not get impeached. They didn't have an impeachment trial. He, he quit. He quit before, he, uh, before the House voted uh, to um, impeach him. And what happened was that the, re and this leads to the point I'm going to make. What happened was that the Republican congressional, the congressional Republican leadership at the time, at the time, Baker, um, Goldwater, primarily Goldwater, because I think he was head of the Senate Republicans at that time, but there was, there was a, a group of them. They went to Richard Nixon and said, look, the House is going to impeach you. And when those articles of impeachment reach our desk in the United States Senate, you're going to be convicted. So it's, a, it's up to you, Mr. President. Do you want to take your chances and being impeached 
let alone convicted, but, I'm, but they went and told him, but if you are impeached by the House, we can guarantee you, because we've already counted the votes, you will be convicted. Richard Nixon ch- chose to resign to keep from being embarrassed and going down in history as the, what, second president, yes, at that time, to be impeached. And he probably would have been the first president kicked out of office. Now, this leads me to telling all of you where I'd like to start this morning. And if you are a Republican, if you are a Republican, I don't care what color, I don't care what race, if you are a Republican, understand that this is not just a trial of Donald on Don, of Donald Trump. You are on trial. Let me put it, not you personally. The Republican Party is on trial. The Republican Party is on trial. And many of the senators, Republican senators, could be called as witnesses. Not only are you witnesses, but you are also victims of an insurrection. Let me repeat, and will you have the courage, before I go to the break in the history, will you have the courage to be honest? I asked, um, and I'm going to say it, and if the children are listening, you can turn radio down now. It's amazing to hear Republicans who voted to impeach Bill Clinton for getting a blowjob, but yet won't impeach a president for blowing up the Constitution. Hello. Put that on a T-shirt. No, really. Hey, you know, hey, what can I say? This is Sirius XM. Oh, well, oh, gee, that's so, that's so crude. No, I'll tell you what's crude. Let me be very candid with you. I'll tell you what's crude. I'm tired of all this polite conversation. I'll tell you what's crude. What's crude is taking a hockey stick and beating up a policeman with it. I'll tell you what's crude. What's crude is building building a gallow and putting up a hangman's noose. I'll tell you what's crude. The death of what, six people at the Capitol. That, I'll tell you what's crude. What's crude is, 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 is taking in a, a Confederate flag and what's crude and walking through the Capitol. What's crude is stealing uh, government property. What's crude is yelling racist and anti-Semitic 
slogans at people as you invade the Capitol. That's what's crude. What's crude is planning automatic weapons to take into the Capitol and possibly assassinate people. That's what's crude. Oh, yeah, I mentioned that. Building gallows. That's crude. Phone number. one 801 It's not Trump. Not only is Trump on trial. But every Republican senator, no, and, and the Republican Party is on trial. Are you going to have the courage? Are you going to have the courage to convict this man who instigated, inspired, You know, Hitler never visited a concentration camp in Poland or Germany or France. He never, matter of fact, Hitler tried to keep his fingerprints off of a lot of things that he inspired in Germany. And if Hitler had been alive. If Hitler had been alive, if he hadn't killed himself, he would have been on trial at Nuremberg. He would have been on trial. Even though he would have been no longer in power. Phone number one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. So if you're a Republican, do you agree or this is should be an interesting conversation. Do you agree or disagree that the entire Republican Party is on trial? If so, if not, why not? And then I want to talk about how the bottom 25% of our fellow Americans, the bottom 25% of our citizens, black, white, Hispanic, that make any difference, are living in depression conditions. Hunger is a factor right now as we're speaking. And we have to negotiate whether or not to have to provide money. As somebody, one of the economists said, yes, $1.92 trillion, you're going to have to borrow the money. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. You will have to borrow the money. You just can't print it. You're going to have to borrow it. Ladies and gentlemen, interest rates are at a what? All-time low. Interest rates are at an all-time low. If there's ever a time to borrow the money to feed the hungry, 
to keep people from being evicted. This is the time to do it. And we're going to have to go big. We're going to have to go big. Or there's going to be hell to pay in the streets of the United States. I'm looking at stories where mothers, mothers, working women, these are not people who are lazy. These these are women who went to work every day, many of them with children, and they and they contributed to the economy. They worked in hospitality. They worked in factories. They went to work every day. And what group is suffering more than any other group? Working class women. And then the Republicans say, well, you know, we got to worry about the deficit. one 801 I'm Madison, the Black Eagle, here on Sirius XM Urban View. Lines are open. Daryl's in studio at Sirius XM in D.C. Sam is at his uh, studio at home. Sherry is here at uh, what we call Madison Island, our kitchen island. And you are where you are. And we're ready to take your calls. one 801 8255 I believe I'm on target here. And we who have resources, and particularly we who are listening, we must put the pressure on these on two pressures. One, Democrats, hold, stay strong. Don't give in. Do not give in. And Republicans, get real. Now, let me, let, me, let me point out something. I started with my monologue about the bottom 25% that are, and, and these, I, I bet you in many cases, you've got relatives, friends, former colleagues, people who have lost their job, to no fault of their own because of this pandemic and what has happened. The bottom 25%, um, and that that may not be people who have a subscription to SiriusXM or are listening to us online. These are people who, quite honestly, don't even know if they're going to be able to stay in, in, their, um, in, in, in their homes. I, I saw a story early this morning, um, about working women and 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 how they they were they they were working women they worked in the hospital one woman worked in the hospitality industry um i forget where the other uh woman worked but they they were single moms they had children and one mother uh her uh, landlord even with waiting to get funding so that she wouldn't be evicted the landlord is saying you got to go and 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 she she has nowhere to go then have family she has nowhere to go with two teenage children which means she's either gonna i don't know where she look first of all i don't know where she'll go i don't know can she go to i don't know if she can go to a shelter 
I don't know if there's sh- I don't know if she can go to a shelter. I don't know where she. I don't know if she'll end up on in a, in a tent on the street. I don't know where she can go. And twenty five percent, the bottom twenty five percent, ladies and gentlemen, that is millions of people. And then and so the 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 President Biden is now trying to negotiate with Republicans to get them to vote for the relief bill. And they're saying, well, you know, that's a lot of money. I mean, what, what and and again, there's uh, and people argue, well, there's see, there's no difference. There's no distinction between Republicans and Democrats. Every Democrat is on board to get this relief money into the hands of those who need it. Small businesses, that's restaurants and 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 other businesses that have that have have gone that need this money to get people back to work. They're on board uh, to prevent evictions. They're on board. It is the Republican Party in in mass that is now holding it up. Well, I'm not certain. I don't know. You know, but they didn't hold it up when it was for the billionaires who, by the way, have they've recovered their losses. They've recovered their losses. Please don't. Uh, not, I'm not begging. Don't argue with me about. There's no distinction, but I do say to the uh, I do say to the Democrats, don't cave in. Don't cave in, particularly with the Republican Party. That, by the way, they're now in in a flux. They they this is a party that now has to decide. This is amazing. This Republican Party now has to decide. Do we hang with Donald Trump or do we ditch him? Do we stay with Donald Trump or do we, and, and everything he stood for, or do we say, you know what, enough's enough. We've had four, six years of him. That's it. Enough's enough. We, if we continue with Donald, and I'm saying to you Republicans, if you continue with Donald Trump, it is no longer the Republican Party. It's Donald Trump's party. And you might as well take the name Republican off of it. And don't think that that hasn't been done in history. You used to have something called the Whig Party. Parties change their name because sometimes they change their philosophy and their attitude and they don't want to be identified for which, that which they once stood for. But this is what it's boiled down to, particularly in the United States Senate. Today, all 100 members of the United States Senate will be sworn in. We've been through this. We went through this last year. They will be sworn in. And the trial will begin in February. And two-thirds of the folk, have they need... They need 16, 17, I think is the number, something like that, senators, Republican senators, because all the Democratic senators are on board. They, From what I understand now, you never know, overnight can be a lifetime in politics. 
Overnight can be a lifetime in politics. But what do you need? What do you need? And then Mark Rubio. God. Oh, you know, this is stupid. No, it's not stupid, Mark Rubio. This is not stupid. You heard what he said. You And by the way, this um, insurrection was planned. It was planned. And there will be witnesses that will come forth and will testify before the senator, before the senators. It was planned. So I say to you that Republicans are on trial. Now I got Republicans listening. It's twenty three after the hour. We just I know they're listening. Lines are open. And if you if you don't think that Donald Trump needs to be convicted the line open up the line. Take a call. See, this is, this is, this, this, it, let me tell you something. It reflects their, their, their attitude. If I'm, if I were a Fox commentator, if I were a right-wing conservative talk show host, and I said, oh, this is crazy. Donald Trump is our hero. Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong. The lines would pop because you would agree with what the person is saying. You don't agree with what I'm saying, but you can't critique what I'm saying to defend your position. I challenge you. Let me put it this way. I challenge you to defend your position. What is your argument? Because I've heard them all. Is your argument that he didn't instigate? Is your argument that um, that um, he didn't tell these people to go down there and and fight? Is your argument that he wasn't aware that um, that he was telling people to disrupt? The proceedings, because that's what he was telling people to look. That's what he was telling people to do. Go down there and fight. Disrupt the proceedings. What what else were they going to what what else could they have done? What else could they have done? If you tell people, if you tell the crowd now, think about this. If you tell you have a rally on the um, south side of the White House. You're on the big screen. People are are out there on, on the lawn. They're listening to you. And you say, you said, Donald Trump said, march down Pennsylvania Avenue. I'll be with you and, and, and stop the proceedings. In other words, stop the Senate from fulfilling their constitutional duty. That's called insurrection. Now, if that's your argument, it doesn't hold water because he said it. 
He said it. 26 after the hour. Mm-hmm. See, I, and, and, here, and you know what I, what's in the back of my mind? I said, you know how I could, this is, this is uh, easy talk radio for, for amateurs. You know how I could light up the lines? You know how I could light, if I, if I wanted to debate, should Harriet Tubman be on a $20 bill? Fucking lines would light up in five minutes. Because that's easy. That's easy. Because they're going to be, look, they're going to be these racist-ass people who are going to say, I don't want Harriet Tubman, I don't want a black woman on the $20 bill. And and, and their attitude isn't, first of all, they probably don't know much about Harriet Tubman. It's just, again, cultural conditioning. Undervalue, underestimate, marginalize, change. It, it's a, it's, it, it goes against the culture. I can see, I, look, I, and by the way, I know that's what's going to happen because I've brought it up. And then there will be the, the people who will call in and say, oh, yeah, she should be on. That's easy. That's easy talk. Any, that's easy talk. An amateur could do a talk show taking calls about whether or not Harriet Tubman should be on a $20 bill. But when you start talking about the evidence leading up to this, in, uh, this trial or, 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 the, uh, or whether or not the Republican Party should stick with Donald Trump, when you are a registered Republican, you voted Republican, you voted for Donald Trump, how it's it's difficult to argue with somebody who disagrees with your position because Donald Trump and here's what's so stupid he you because of Donald Trump because of Donald Trump and this is a fact you lost the white house you, you couldn't even get him reelected you lost the house of representatives and you lost the United States Senate. If this would have been anybody else, he would be out. He'd be out in the woods somewhere. You wouldn't be anywhere close to. to how do you support somebody who lost all three levels of government? What are you, What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. This is the longest I've been over time. It's thirty after. I apologize. You're, and and by the way, this is not a stimulus package. This is this this is a what what did we call it? It's this is not a stimulus package. This is a relief package. I'm Madison. Your calls, you take a break. I'm way over time. Your calls, eh, we'll see. I'm taking them. They're starting to come in. You ready? 1-866-801-8255. 